often you can get ideas from a completely different industry just because you can see what they change through some kind of innovation and you don't need to do exactly the same thing but it's it's similar to something you need in your industry and you realize that okay we could actually go ahead and automate that now or you know if we took that approach we could solve this problem so it's interesting And welcome to this episode of the KISS Automation Podcast. The voice you heard at the start was Dave Cox from audionet.com.au and he sums up perfectly what I'm trying to do here with the KISS Automation Podcast. For example, Dave and I spoke about the ways in which he uh, and his business are automating the advertising um, on radio and, uh, you know, perhaps you're not in radio or you're not looking to do advertising on radio but by listening to him talk about the the systems they have in place nowadays you can look at that and go okay how can some of that apply to my industry or how can I use some of his um his experience in automation and and apply that to certain tasks that we need to automate in our business so Casey with AudioNet we've uh probably got three main services that, that to a fairly large degree rely on automation. Um, and I suppose you'd say it starts with the um, distribution of radio commercials. Um, and, and before we started, um, you know, very much radio um, commercials were distributed via, um, you know, tapes and couriers and, you know, if you had to send it to 20, 20 radio stations, you need to make 20 tapes and you had to organise 20 courier bags and 20 different deliveries and, yeah. And then uh, it, it got a little bit more slick along the way where things like satellites got involved, but then you had some radio stations were can only connect to this satellite and others connect to that one and, and so you'd still have to do it multiple times and so forth, whereas... We now use a, you know, and have since 2002, a cloud-based system where um, an advertiser or a recording studio or, you know, a creative agency can um, upload a audio file and or multiple audio files and select which radio stations they want the, the radio material to go to. And it, you know, gets uploaded to our cloud system, it automatically gets checked to make sure that it um, complies with broadcast standards um, and then um, alerts the radio stations that it's it's ready for them to, to download into their playback systems. And with some of them, we're actually working on um, automated delivery actually into their systems where all they'll have to do is, um, you know, verify that they're have accepted the material and ready to, to put it to air. Um, so that's, that's sort of, and, that, and that's, that sort of thing has really changed um, uh, advertising on radio because radio for, for a long time was, was always seen as a lot more immediate than television and print because of the, uh, the quick turnaround and that, that, that was using, you know, overnight couriers. Um, now you can, you know, um, you could be channel seven today, tonight, record a commercial 
um, at three o'clock in the afternoon, have it to the radio station by 10 past three and have it on air at quarter past three. Yeah, so it, it really does speed things up and it, it, you know, the, the, that really plays to you know, one of radio strengths. Um, so you know, it's great for an industry, whatever it is, to be able to use automated systems that, that emphasise the strengths of that, that particular industry. This is such an awesome example of automation. And I know I say awesome a lot, so I'll, I'll try and come up with a, a different word for next time. But, you know, so Dave said the, the radio station, to receive an ad, the advertising agency had to make physical copies of a tape and then each radio station that was going to play the ad, they had to get a courier to bike over and take the, the, um, the cassette I guess it was back in those days, to each individual radio station and then have somebody go through the ad, make sure it complied with standards and that it was all okay and then put it into the system physically and make sure it played at the exact time that the advertising spot was. Whereas now with automation, the advertising agency can create an ad over in their studio and then have it automatically pushed through to... The radio, the radio stations. You know, it could just be one station, or it could be multiple stations. I think. Um, and then the the second service that we we have is 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 more about what happens when the commercials get to the radio stations, um, and it's about monitoring and tracking the commercials to make sure that the right commercial went to air. Did it did it play the right number of times? Um, did the um, advertiser actually get additional bonus that, you know, above and beyond what they paid for. Um, so we've, and that's, that's our air check um, service. And, um, and that's um, quite a change because only uh, about half a dozen years ago, the only way to, to check if your radio campaign or even a TV campaign for that matter went to air, you would um, have to ask, the station for a list of times, um, like an, maybe an Excel sheet or something like that, of when they uh, played the commercials or when they thought they played the commercials, really. Um, and you'd print that out and you'd also print out to your, um, your booking schedule from, your, um, you know, from the um, advertising agency's billing system and someone would literally sit there with a highlighter and you know, mark them off and... And if something appeared too late or didn't appear at all, there'd be, you know, red marks and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, and now the way we do it, it's, um, you know, we have automatic recording um, devices in, in each city that record independently the broadcast. Um, and then the system automatically um, differentiates the different elements, so songs, get separated out from, from radio spots or commercials um, and they even get separated out from um, sponsorship credits and things like that. Maybe when the, 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 the traffic is brought to you by or the news is brought to you by, those sort of things, as opposed to an actual um, commercial that you know might be selling you a whole message. Um, and we do that using um, what we call the fingerprinting technology, um, just like we all have unique fingerprints. Each piece of recorded audio has its own unique signature or fingerprint. So we're able to 
not only differentiate between them, but use that fingerprint to track every single time it plays on a station. Um, and with our AudioNet um, delivery service that I mentioned earlier, um, we're also able to match um, any radio spots that we have in AudioNet. We're, um, we're able to drill down even further to, to what the industry calls the key number, which is a lot like a barcode, um, which sort of like the unique ID each commercial. Okay. So that, that means even if um, an advertiser like Coles or, or whoever has to change the commercial, um, you know, uh, one day into the campaign because um, bananas aren't available and strawberries are, um, that will enable us to to tell the advertiser and the and the advertising agency immediately when the radio stations have switched over that material um, and, and started playing the, the ad about the strawberries instead of the bananas. Um, or if they continue to play the wrong one, um, we can alert both the radio station and the advertiser that this is still playing. And um, that would mean that maybe it goes to where once or twice incorrectly and it can get sorted out as opposed to, you know, running for the rest of the week. Yeah. And only finding out afterwards that, you know, you, you had 10 commercials using the wrong, um, you know, you were selling the wrong product. That's, um, that's pretty amazing that you can do it that fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what that does is it means that um, for, for the radio industry, it means that it can be seen as a lot more reliable and a lot more trustworthy and advertisers will um, invest in it to use those quick turnarounds when they have to change an advertising campaign, whereas, you know, television and print, it's a very slow process. Um, so it means sometimes that uh, an advertising campaign that may start off on, ra uh, on television or, or print um, and may not be on radio to start with, all of a sudden gets on radio because the advertiser needs to change the material quickly and they know that the only way they can, you know, reach out to the audience really quickly with new with a new message is radio, and they can guarantee that the radio stations are going to get it right. Um, so, so that's that's really quite good. I think one of the great takeaways from this interview is how easy with technology and automation you can change your advertising strategy if you need to. So, in Dave's example, you're a supermarket and you've booked in you know, so many spots over a week selling a certain product, but then something happens and you can't get that product or there's been some other reason why you can't you can't service that that ad. So you can change it and perhaps you've only had to play one or two of the original ads before you can make that change. That's uh, something especially with online advertising that I think um, is one of the, the revolutionary ideas, if you like, is that you can watch your ads and change your ads quickly and easily. And being able to do that in um, an industry like radio advertising where, you know, before, like we said, you had to make a recording of your ad and then bike it over to a station and physically put it in into the radio air, airplay system. Whereas nowadays uh, it's it's easier and it's quicker to make these changes and save, you know, wasting your advertising money. The other side of that is is also looking at you know this, we're talking millions of dollars a year um, that 
advertising agencies spend on on radio. And and in fact, over the last two years, um, the average uh, error rate from a, um, uh, a an advertising campaign, be it radio or television, is about five five and a half percent. Um, and what does an error rate mean? Well, that, in radio, that that would mean that um, it might mean the wrong commercial went to air, okay. but, but it's more likely to mean that um, you you book ten commercials, but you only got nine, or um, you book the commercials to run in um, when people are driving home between three and seven, or you know four and seven, um, but they actually ran at lunchtime, and that you know, that wasn't the audience that you're after. Yep. Um, and you know, currently, you know, based on the figures, it's about thirty-eight million dollars last year that was um, mucked up. Well, so that's a lot, yeah. lot of money. Yeah. So that's um, another part of the monitoring we do is we 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 automatically cross-reference um, all this information we pick up in the air check system about what ads are actually appearing on the radio station, we cross-reference with the media agency's booking system to say, okay, you booked these commercials to run at this time, this many commercials on these stations, and um, even on an hourly basis, they can check in and see, did they get what they paid for? Are they up to date? Are they actually ahead? Are the, you know, is the, the radio station actually giving them some bonus, a um, little bit of free love? Um, so to speak. Um, but we can then also go really down into the information and they can get quite sophisticated with, you know, what position in the ad break did I appear in? Were there um, competitors in the same ad break? And, you know, were were they in a better position than me? Um, all that sort of thing. And that kind of, an, you know, analysis wouldn't have been possible um even sort of three years ago, because the amount of manual uh, work that was involved trying to to reconcile an advertising campaign, you just wouldn't have the time. You wouldn't have the people. You wouldn't have the time to dig down to that kind of level. But now we can do that virtually instantly, and that means that you know um, marketers who might have very detailed research analysis about how their target audience is, you know, uh, consuming radio, what radio stations they're listening to, what time of day, even, you know, how they're, you know, how they react to a long commercial break or a short commercial break. They can analyse where their commercials are appearing and decide whether they need better placement or, you know, everything's on track. Um, And for retail clients, they can often... Um, because we can pin it down so um, precisely, they can even um, correlate between the ad going to air and um, the amount of hits on their website or calls to their their phone number and, and so forth. Uh, particularly, um, for example, a lot of insurance companies, um, you know, you hear a lot of stuff around this time of year with health insurance and all that sort of thing. Um, a lot of those advertisers are directly correlating the, the, the broadcast of the commercial on the radio stations with the impact of the number of uh, inquiries on their phones and their websites about 
switching health insurance and all that sort of thing. So um, it's a really good way of measuring, you know, sort of uh, the direct response. Yeah. Which is, which, you know, yeah. That, that's, that's extremely detailed, that data that you can yeah. give. Especially, you said you can, um, one of the reports is about competitors. Is yeah. That, so yeah. that's like, um, so Coles would know if like IGA or Woolworths had an, had an ad in the same, the same, um, is it a spot or no, in the same ad break, that okay. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they, that, and, and also if they, for example, if they, they heard that, um, their competitor, um, you know, um, McDonald's heard that Hungry Jacks were about to launch another burger, um, they could use our um, reporting to just keep keep an eye out. Is there any anything new for Hungry Jacks? Is there anything new for Hungry Jacks? And just keep checking, and then it pop up when there is. So you know they can use it for that kind of um, you know the rumor is something new is coming out. We want to know exactly when it come out so that we can we can have a listen to it so we can get our head around it and, and try to work out how how if anything it's going to impact on our business. Um, so, you know, that's the sort of thing that I think has been really good. Um, and for radio, it's great because that information is available within the hour. For other mediums like television, that kind of competitive data is available by a more manual process uh, of, uh, you know, people literally cross-referencing what went to air, and it's available about 25 days after the month. Really? They haven't yeah. figured out how to do, like, an audio net for no. that industry? Okay. Um, so it's it's really interesting. It's, it's got to the point where we're now trialling with our air check system. We're trialling television uh, markets and um, seeing if we can replicate what we do for radio in television because, um, you know, obviously tele- there's a lot more money in television. Yeah. Therefore, it would be um, quite valuable, and would also be really valuable for for agencies and advertisers to be able to look at the um, their radio campaign and their television campaign uh, together or overlapped, and and you know to be able to see the whole picture um, as yeah, well. Absolutely, that's one of the um, I guess one of like when I talk to a, a client or a potential client when they want me to do like an email marketing campaign, the level of detail uh, that you can show them afterwards or before about how a campaign worked or it's just invaluable. Yes, yeah. And I imagine that people advertising on TV probably pay a lot more than I get paid, so they would want to make sure that that it's working for them. Yeah. And they can find out, but it's it's the fact that, you know, you, you're virtually at the end of the next month before you can start analysing what happened the previous month. And you've already had to go ahead and, and, and probably book and order two or three more campaigns for television in that time frame. So if you've got something going wrong, you're it's like um, it's almost like you're you know, you're on a massive uh, you know, big aircraft carrier or something and you're heading in the wrong direction. But by the time you get the information and everyone, you know, you get to turn the boat around, you you could be, you know, yeah, way 20, off course. Yeah, twenty wow. thirty kilometers off course. Whereas the the immediacy 
of, of what we're doing with radio and what radio does itself lends it to a, a really quick course correction, you know, and, and, and sometimes it's not a mistake. It's just the marketer realizes, oh, hang on, we probably didn't put it in the right spot. If we, you know, if we can get the station to, to move it over here, we'll get a better result sort of thing. So it's, yep. it's not even about mistakes. Sometimes it's about seeing a better course to chart and being able to do that really quickly. Mm. So I think that's, that's really good. And, that, and that, that's a great example where, you know, having these automated systems that can give you consistent information, really detailed, so much quicker than you could do manually means that you can do much more, um, you know, so, you know, advertising can do a lot more with radio now than they ever could. And, and, and to a very large degree, they can do a lot more with radio than they can with any other medium. Um, so that's and that's really you know that's good for us as well because we, we're a business that that works in the radio space and works with the radio networks and the agencies. So the more we can provide, you know, things to show radio strength, obviously that's more business for us. You know, we're yeah. people. Um, and the the final product, Radio Matrix, is is kind of I suppose a, a little bit of a hint in the name. It's about the beginning, going back to the beginning of a radio campaign. Um, and because uh, we realise with all the monitoring that we've done over the last seven years, the amount of mistakes that can happen, but the majority of those are mistakes that happen before the commercial ever goes to air. They, they're mistakes that happen in miscommunication in the, the booking details between the agency and the, and the station, and, and all those things can be fixed days sometimes weeks before the commercial was ever going to go to air it's kind of like a, a dormant mistake that no one sees and is hidden until it actually the day that the commercial is meant to go to air and then it appears at the wrong time or the wrong commercial appears um, so this is all about again using automated systems but every night we um, have um, the latest uh, scheduling information from the radio stations is um, uploaded to our system. It's um, uh, analysed and um, uh, sort of normalised so that from different radio networks it can be presented in the same way to the advertising agencies and it gets put into their system automatically overnight so that the, the, the buyers and the traders in the media world can actually just log in each morning and see what the changes were and if they affect them um, and if there's been any updates of, um, or if commercials have disappeared. Um, and they can get onto that before the commercials even were meant to go to air. So that at the moment um, yeah, we've, we've been up and running with, with one major network for two years now, the Australian Radio Network, uh, and they're now in a situation where they virtually have no um, – uh, booking queries from the um, from the media agencies, so um, you know they've they've reduced um, you know their share of that that you know big error rate I was yeah. talking about before. You know that thirty eight million million dollar figure. Uh, their um, their share of that is virtually down to nothing, um, simply through putting in this automated reconciliation of the booking. Um, you know, it's it, it means that they're, they're in sync with the advertiser and the media agency um, from day one that a campaign's booked. Um, 
and uh, you know they're, they're never out of step uh, in the in the planning process. And so then when it, when the commercial goes to air, it's it goes to air exactly where everyone expected it to go to air, um, which is really good. Yeah, that's a, a pretty strong position to be in, I would imagine, as yeah. a as a radio station. Yeah, it, you know, marketing against other radio stations. It is. It does. It, it, it puts very much you know ARN top of mind with with the agencies. But what it also does is um, these account queries between radio and the agencies, and 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 similar things happen in TV and newspapers and so forth. They can go on for. Um, 60 days, 90 days, sometimes 120 days, trying to argue and sort out, you know, right, who was wrong. Yeah. And meanwhile, the radio station's not getting paid, whereas, um, you know, for ARN, they're getting paid straight away because everything's in sync, everyone knows what's going on, the mistakes are down to virtually zero, everyone was expecting things, you know, they all, you know, every commercial went to air where, where they thought it was going to go. So... Um, they're not going backwards trying to work out what went wrong. They're always going forwards talking about what's the next campaign, you know, what, how, how can we help you now sort of thing. There's, there's, um, it's a lot more forward movement and they're getting paid quicker. So I think that's a really, for any industry, if you can, um, you know, the worst thing is chasing. chasing. Yeah, I can and, attest to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and particularly when you're arguing over, what was on the invoice? So you know, because you got to you got to have the time to argue over that, and then you know, one even once you've settled, um, it's probably still going to take an amount of time for somebody to pay you once once they've agreed what the amount is. So yeah, there's always two parts to that too. It's not so if you can speed all of that up, um, uh, you know, I think that makes for really you know any industry that can do. Um, you know, sort of automated reconciliation when it speeds up payments. I think, you know, that's a really good thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely agree. So there you have it, dear listeners. Dave Cox talking about automating the radio advertising industry. So did you listen to that and think perhaps there was something in it that you could take and apply to your industry? If you did, I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you're doing about automating certain practices that in your industry perhaps is the same as curing over tapes to radio radio stations. Uh, if you want to learn more about what you can automate in your business, head over to kissautomation.com where there'll be future episodes discussing all the different ways you can automate things in your business.